0: Welcome back, everyone, after a brief, I think, two-week vacation. Um, I appreciate the people who called me to find out how I was. I'm fine, and we're back at it today. It's still Bay Azmanim. I'm more casual than usual, We're using the base Medrash, but it's all good. If I'm too casual for you, don't look, just listen. Okay, um, a, a general observation about the Parsha that I'll I'll put into the mouth of the Ramban. If you recall in his introduction to Devarim, the Ramban talks about Devarim as being a recap of certain mitzvahs of the Torah and an introduction of certain other mitzvahs in the Torah. And I think in Parsha Shoftim, more than other Parshiot, we see this. We're not going to do it inside, so I'll just point it out. There are any number of Rambans that start with the words, Gamzo mitzvah mevoeret shekvar Says the Ramban, you know, oftentimes they'll say in this week's parasha, this is a mitzvah we've encountered before in the Torah. But now the Torah is teaching us in greater detail, the Torah is giving us a, a deeper meaning. As opposed to, sometimes the Ramban will say, Zo mitzvah mechudeshet, niskarat This is a completely new mitzvah. And then you have to talk about it, and usually Ramban does. If it's the mitzvah of al chayam Chaayamvi, keva, KY wasn't mentioned before in the Torah, but just a general observation that this is a good parsha for the Ramban, pointing out what has been mentioned before in the Torah, Zo mitzvah, mivo,aret, and what has not been mentioned before in the Torah, Zo mitzvah, Okay, that's a general observation. Um, the Rambans we're going to focus on, hopefully for the most part, follow a bit of a theme. And the theme is process versus substance, which is sometimes you just need the process to work for there to be a halacha. You need to be rules that govern the system, even if we're not talking about absolute truth, and sometimes less so. Let's start relatively early in the parsha with the din of Asherah and really with the din of Matseva. Okay, says the Torah. Perek Tez Okay, Pasuk, towards the end of the Ki, uh Says the Torah as follows. Lo tita lecha asherah kol eitz. Eitz el mizbach Hashem alakecha ta'asalach. Right, don't plant for you an asherah. Why can't you plant an asherah? Says the Ramban, because Asherah or what the ovde Kochavim do, literally, asar oto ba'avur shehu minhag ovdei Okay? Next. Velo takim matseva matzeva asher saneh Hashem Turns out, God hates matzevot, again, for the same reason. And Rashi speaks about it, and the Rambans is going to have a very strong question on Rashi. Says Rashi, V'lo takim l'cha matzeva, Matsevet of achat, la qivala You can't have one big stone to be makivana la sham. Asher sane mizbach u misbach avonim tzivala so. God said to make mizbeach, the ezos sane, kichok haitola kohanim. Okay, God hates a uh cause that's what the Knanim did for their Avodazara. Here's the problem. The Avot all were making Matseva. And God loved it. So what changed? Rash says it's true. Originally, God loved Matsevot. But then, because the Ovde took that and made it a, for a part of their worship, God came to hate it. So, exactly that which the Avos did, which was a great thing that they did, we're prohibited from doing. Okay, says the Ramban. Ve'im kain, wait, if that's the case. Asar kol bahar habait, afal shekhuna, uh, if God prohibited planting all trees even on Harabais, which is it's strange, my son's bar mitzvah for his bench here. Doesn't have the mask on it. It has trees. Turns out trees are also in nisr doraisa. Okay. Ve'asara matzevot la'shamaim u'snehem ipneichu kota knanim. Aval lo habinotiyachok hazeh. She'aknanim gam be'mizbechot gam be'matzevot hayu nehagim. Says the Raman. Okay, I understand. But how could it be that matzevot are asur and mizbechot are mitzvah? Right? The Ovede Avodah Zorah also use Mizbachot. And if God hates Matzevot, why doesn't he hate Mizbachot? Okay? So answers to the Ramban. We'll, we'll skip to the second of the answers. They're, they're more or less the same. Says the Ramban, okay. Right, every church, so to speak, has a mizbeach and has a big thing for the priest to stand on. And tree outside to let people know where the church is. And tree outside to to let people know where the church is. God hates the fact that Ovdi do this. Therefore, he prohibited a and he prohibited an But he needed to leave the Mizbayah, because otherwise, how are you gonna bring a carbon? kodem hayot avodat And a mizbeach was asrach for our Baruch who before Ovde Kochavim existed. It's a strange answer. Again, the question was: why did God prohibit just a matzevah and just an asherah? What about a mizbeach? So Ramban says, you know what? We need a mizbeach. God loved a mizbe'ach from before there was such a thing of Odazar, but my sense is he's saying. We can't throw out everything that Oved De'Avod do. We have a religion also. And our religion has a need for a Mizbeach. We could live without a Matzeva. We could live without an Asherah. Hence, their also Min Torah. But with respect to Mizbeach, we need it. And so the Ramban says, Okay, God loved the Mizbeach, and he didn't change his mind once the Ov De'Avod started, started using Mizbeach. But the sense you get is, it can't be that everything is chukos agayim. You know, a, a thousand years later, when the Vilnagon said, you know, we used to have a minog, we still do, in the yeshiva we do, to put foliage in the base medrash on Shavuos because it's like Har Sinai. So the Vilnagon says, you can't put a tree in the base medrash because it reminds you of a vodazar. We all know about Christmas trees. But there's a the machlokas. Other achronim say, but we were here first. We had the idea first. Okay, so without being machria, that's essentially what the Ramban's dealing with. And I think the Ramban is saying that which we can't live without, we keep. And we keep, and it's a, and it's, it's a mitzvah, and it's nachas rachta, roch baruchu. That which we can live without, we get rid of. Okay, that's the first point. Now, the parsha goes on. Mm-hmm. Okay. A terrible thing happens, and the Torah says, "Al shnaim eidim o shlosha eidim yumat Right, based if there are two witnesses or three witnesses, we kill the person. Lo yumat al Right, that's the halacha, and everybody knows it. There's no actionable offense that we can punish for if there's only one witness, but if there's two witnesses, or if there are three witnesses, we can punish for them. Now, obviously, the question is. What's two or three? Is there a benefit to four or five? Why does the Torah say two or three? So the answer is as follows. If I can find the Ramban. Okay. It says the Ramban as follows. I'm sorry, this is Rashi first. If you only need two witnesses, why does, does it say, Al pi shnaim o shloshah eidim? Lahakish shloshah le shnaim. A famous limud. Ma shnaim eidut achat? Af shloshah eidot achat? Ve'ein na'asin zomemin ad sheyazumu kulon lashon rashi. Says Rashi, the famous limud in the Gemara and Makos is as follows. It's to be makish two to three. However many witnesses you have, if you want to be mazim them, if you want them to be edim zomimim, you have to be mazim all of them. If you're only mazim one or two, and there are three witnesses, that's not called edim zomimim, Ad she yazumu ad kulam. V'chein says the Ramban. In Mim chat mem karovu pasul. The same rule applies to karovu pasul. Eidud kulam bitelah. Okay, says the Raman, that's the rule. You have to deal with the Kat edim, however many they are. If they're fifty, they all have to be Karav Apostle. If they're fifty, they all have to be mezimim. M- otherwise they're not they don't have the din of edim Zomamim. But then the question is, okay, great, but is there a difference? Why would you ever have more than two witnesses, right? If two witnesses are like a 100 witnesses, right, which is what the halacha is, if two witnesses is the highest level of proof, so why would you ever bring more than two witnesses? So says the Ramban. I'll skip a little. Um... Tidrosh so hadavar davar says de Torah. Yomar akatuv. Kashehu gad lecha vishamata. That's a quote from the Pasuk, Tidrosh hadavar davar heitev al pikol ha edim ha sham. You need to bring all of the witnesses who saw it. Vihine. Im shamanu sha avar bifne shlosha. Nishlach ba avuram. Vihavo lebezdin ver kulam. If we hear that three people saw this person be Mahal Shabas, then get all three people. Bring him to Bezdin. if a hundred people witnessed it, let's bring a hundred witnesses. Why? Ki kulam Erha met. Because if we listen to all of them, I'll say my way, the more witnesses, the merrier. The Ramban makes an important point here. He says, Two witnesses are like a hundred. If we have two witnesses, then that's the highest level of proof that we have in Halacha. But three is better. And four is better. And five is better than four. There is the procedure, which is two edims send a person to death. But there's a substance. Let's face it. A hundred people who saw something are more compelling and they're more convincing than two people. The halacha says two people, great. So we can kill a person with two witnesses. But a hundred witnesses is more compelling. A hundred witnesses, I believe much more than two. Two is enough. But if I have an opportunity to bring more, says the Ramban, I have to bring more. V'hineim shamanu shavar shlosha nishlach ba'avuram. v'a'idu kulam. See, I think the Ramban is making the same, a similar point to before, which is you need a system. And the system is two witnesses. But the fact is more witnesses are better than two. It's true, two witnesses are like a hundred witnesses. But 50 witnesses are more than two, not legally, but factually, but substantively, procedurally, two witnesses, guy's dead. But substantively, the more witnesses we have, the better. And even though you could say, why bring more witnesses? It's just another opportunity to passel the edus. I think the Ramban would say, yeah, but it's another possibility to make the edus even more compelling. And so the procedure only requires two. But the substance requires as many Aden as we can find. Okay, next. While we're still talking about testimony and witnesses and, and so on, we come to a very very famous pasuk. It says the Torah, "Al pi ha torah ashe yorucha va'al hamishpat ashe yomru ta'ase." Right, whatever chachamim tell you, lo tasur min hadavar ashe agidu lacha small. Right? You can't turn right or left from what they say. This, of course, the Pasuk Lo Tassur, is the Pasuk that requires us to listen to Rabbanans, right? maybe Machlokas, Rambam, and Ramban elsewhere, what this applies to, and if listening to, to a Rabbanan then becomes a Doraisa, Okay, that's a whole interesting discussion. But the phrase Lo Tassur Yaminu Smol is an interesting one, and the Ramban focuses on it. Says there. First, we call. He quotes Rashi. Says Rashi, "Afilu im Omar al yamin shu small, oh al small shahu yamin Rashi." Even if they get it wrong, even if he tells you what's mutter is usr and what's usr is muter, if that's what Bezdin says, if that's what Chachamim say, you're obligated to listen. Okay, explains the Ramban. Ve'in Afilu Says the Ramban, he's not saying that they're wrong. He's saying even if you're convinced, in your heart you're convinced that they're saying the wrong thing. Again, there's the procedure and then there's the substance. We need a procedure that we rely on Chazal, even if we disagree. Va'al Tomar, eich o Khalha Hagamur haze O Arog Ha Ishana Kiazeh How could I eat? I know it's Khalef. How could I kill this person? I know he's he's innocent. Aval Tomar Kahtsiva oti Ha Adon Ham mitsawe alhamitsvot She'e ese Bechol mitzvotov kichol Asher Yo Runi Ha um Dimli Fanov Bemakoma Says the Rabban. Rather say to yourself. It's a mitzvah s'hat to listen to the best in Hagadol. It's a mitzvah satorah to listen to to Chachamim. I may think otherwise, but the system won't work, and therefore I'll listen to them. And what they give me is the final answer, even if they're wrong. Right? The famous Gemara in Rosh Hashanah where Rabbi Gamliel was the Nasi and Rabbi Yoshua thought that he, was, he, was, he, he established Rosh Chodesh on the wrong day, which meant that for Rabbi Yoshua, Yom Kippur was the 11th of Tishrei, not the 10th of Tishrei. And Rabbi Gamliel made Rabbi Yoshua drive to him you know, in a car with his wallet, on Yom Kippur Shachal, uh, well, on what he thought was his Yom Kippur, and Rabbi Yoshua did it. Okay, the question is whether that's a unique halacha of Kiddush shachodesh, atem afilum mutayim, afilu shogim, afilu or it applies all the time. That's the Gemar that the Ramban quotes, and maybe the Ramban is hinting that he thinks that that's the halacha all the time. Let's continue. V'utzrach mitzvah gadol ma'od. Says the Ramban, this isn't just any old mitzvah. This is really, really important. Ki hat Torah nat na'nalonu b'chitav. The Torah is a written document. V'yaduahu shalo yishtavu hadayot b'chol hadvarim hanoladim. And it's human nature that not everybody will agree and interpret everything in the Torah she'b'chitav the same way. V'hine yirbu ha'machlokot. V'ta'ase HaTorah Torah kimo toorot. Right, what will happen is machlokasim will multiply and the Torah will become many Torah, and everyone will have their own Torah, because everybody will say, I can't listen to them. I know the truth. I think otherwise. lanu torah. No, but the halacha is a procedural one. You don't have the right to disagree with Besdin HaGadol. What they say goes whether they're right or not. Bein shek hiblu peiru show aid me pi aid, moshe mi pi whether Besdin HaGadol says, I'm father to son, mother to daughter, whatever, generation to generation to Moshe Rabbeinu. I know that's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. O emru kein l'fim mashmod haTorah o kavanata, or they thought that's the kalvachomer, that's the zeir shava, that's the mematzino. You know, they use one of the yud gimel mitos shaton and yreshes b'hen. Either way, that's the halacha. Ki al hadat shelohem who know tain haTorah. This is a subtlety. Says the Raman, God is giving us the Torah al Dad shelohem to be interpreted by Chazal. Even if it appears to you that they're wrong. And really, it's overwhelmingly likely that they're right. You think they're wrong, but they're not. They're not. God will 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 help us small Now that sifrei is really important cuz Rashi in theory is quoting the sifrei when he says afilu mar small o al small shu yamin which sounds like even if they're really wrong but in the original text, it appears to you that they might be wrong. But they're not. The Ramban thinks there are two things going on. Or better, I'll, I'll say it the way Rav Lichon Zatzal he used to quote, I think it was Justice Potter on the United States Supreme Court, who said, we're not final because we're right. We're right because we're final. Meaning, He's not saying every time the Supreme Court Paskins, they're correct. He's saying, since they're the court of last resort, you can't appeal past the Supreme Court. Whatever they say is by definition right. And Rav Lichtenstein used to say, and I think he's mentioning, he means this Ramban, we would like to think about Chazal, that they're right because they're final. That's what the Ramban is saying here. But they're also final because they're right. That's also what the Ramban is saying here that what they say has to be the halacha, otherwise we'll never be able to have one Torah, right? The system is such, the procedure is such, that they must be right and we must accept their halacha. But in addition, it's overwhelmingly likely that with divine inspiration, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help, they are right. And even though you think you mean small and small you mean, you're wrong and they're right. Okay, that, that's that idea. But again, procedure and substance. The Torah needs a procedure for it to work. Okay, last one. Um, we come to the parsha of the melech. Okay. Um, okay, so first of all, you should know something. So you should know the Ramban more or less is in favor of a monarchy. Okay, huge machlokis, obviously, about whether this a mitzvah or not. Why does it say Asim melech? The Ramban has his theory about that. He's in favor of monarchy, but of course, subject to the specific restrictions of the Torah. What are the specific restrictions of the Torah? Lo Yarbelo Susim, right? He can't have too many wives. Now it's true that the Torah gives us a reason, right? Lo susim, why pen yasivta And he can't have too many wives, wives pen livavo, etc. But the Ramban then finally comes to a point that's close to his heart. Pasuk of of Yudzayim says as follows: Levilti room livavo me'akhav ulvilti so'men hamitzva yaminu smol leman ya'arich <sense> <speaking> yamma mamlachto hu uvanav be'eretz yisrael what's the most important restriction for the malach the most important restriction for the malach is the vilti room livavo that he not be haughty now okay it's no surprise but let's read the Ramban inside. The Ramban says it's hinted at. I don't even think it's hinted at. You know, it, it's, it's here. It's in the Torah. There's a prohibition on haughtiness. Now, it's interesting. The Ramban doesn't say there's a prohibition on the king to be haughty. The Ramban says this is the makar for, for a prohibition on all of us to be haughty. If the Torah prohibits the king from being self-satisfied and arrogant and haughty and above the people, then it's more likely that the king has what to be haughty about than you and me. And if he prohibits it for the king, he certainly prohibits it for me and you. Right? Because even a person who has what to be haughty about is told by the Torah not to be haughty. Now, at this point and up to this point, it seems like it's an iser benom Khavero. If I'm haughty to somebody, that's a mean thing to do if I hold myself above somebody else and I judge him and I, I do all the things that we don't like to do, I'm over this Isser. But the Ramban sees more here. First of all, he says, Ki gaava mida miguna vini etzel elokim afilu ba-melech. First of all, he says, arrogance is a disgusting attribute even for a king. That's still benar havero. But then he says, Ki Lashem Because the greatness, the exaltedness, exists only with God. Only God is truly worthy of praise. Right, anybody who's haughty is is, is despised by God. Uksiv ki'im bizot ha mitalel haskel right, that whole pasuk in the in the Torah, right, ki God doesn't like haughty people. Here I think the Ramban, and it's subtle, but I think the Ramban shifts, and he says that the Iser of Gavat Lev, the Iser of levilti Rum L'Vavo, it's also a pigiana HaKadosh Baruch Hu it's also a violation of Bein Aram Makom. Because you're saying, when a person is arrogant, it's as if that person is saying, I'm better than other people. And what the Ramban hints at strongly is, there's only one entity in the world, and that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who, who's worthy of being arrogant, who's worthy of praise, who's worthy of all the great things that we think of. The greatest king in the world pales in comparison to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's ki'ilu disrespectful of our Baruch Hu for a person to be arrogant. Because when a person is arrogant, it's as if he thinks he's worthy of the things that he's not worthy of. He's worthy of the praises that we give our Baruch Hu. Okay, so the Ramban says here at the, at the very end that the problem with gavut halev, the problem with levilti rum levavo meachav is not just La lechavera, which it certainly is, but it's also, benam if you knew who HaKadosh Baruch Hu really was, if you respected HaKadosh Baruch Hu the way you should, you wouldn't be haughty, you wouldn't be arrogant. Okay, so we saw, I think, four different specific Rambans. Um, the Asherah and Lo Tielach We talked about how Matzeva, no, but Mizbeach, yes. And again, maybe the line being, the things that we really need for the worship of HaKadosh Baruch Hu have to be Mutter. If Goyim show up and start keeping Shabbos, you know, we're not going to give up on Shabbos. Okay, that's one idea. Al Shnai Meidim, we saw two witnesses. That's the highest level of proof. And yet, more witnesses make it better. And if more than two people saw it, more than two people have to testify. Lo tosumina adewa smol, says the Ramban as we saw. It's not that they're wrong. We think, we suspect Yamin is small and small as Yamin, but we're probably wrong. And Bezdin is probably right, because they're not just right because they're final, as Ravan used to say, they're also final because they're right. And finally, we saw the, the parsha of the melech, the limitations on the melech, and the restriction on the melech as being an isser, not just, but as well. Have a great Shabbos, have a great week, and I'll see you next week.